But I mean, true. Just like with anything, there there really is a balance to yeah. everything. So like yesterday, talking about joy, yeah. there's a balance to what joy can manifest and look like. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it, just because it manifests one way a certain day doesn't mean it always has to manifest that right. way. Mm-hmm. Right. Like people, I, I've seen so many times I've seen in service where it's like, okay, I I fell out laughing this last service, and it was it was like so good, and this is going to be like a blowout service because pastor says it's just going to yeah. get better, and then the next service is corrective, and, <laughs> and then people leave and they're like, oh. I guess we missed it. Mm-hmm. We must have prayed wrong. And there's a balance yeah. to to understanding and interpreting and flowing. Because God's yeah. not just like logically what we comprehend. He's above all of that. Yeah. Yeah. So knowing that, you know what, just because I think it should look this way doesn't mean that it has to look this way. Yeah. yeah. Well, pastor says it all the time. If, if it looks the same all the time, yeah. it's probably more our personality than the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Because you, yeah. like, you don't see any place in the Gospels where Jesus healed somebody the same way twice. And no. He healed a lot of blind people and a lot of deaf people, but he did it differently every time. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah. Why? Because he was led by the Holy Ghost, and he just did what the Holy Ghost said. He didn't do things because that's just how he how he flows right. or that's his personality. Mm-hmm. No, he just flowed with the Holy Ghost, and it and it manifested that you know the Holy Spirit yeah. directed him in different yeah. ways at different times. Yeah, I've actually gotten myself in trouble by being like, okay, here's this problem, and I solved it this Mm -hmm. way by like, um, you know, the Holy Spirit told me to worship for 15 minutes. So I worshiped for 15 minutes, and that's what broke me out of this problem. Mm -hmm. So next time I do it, this is exactly what I'm going to do next time. And and then putting my confidence Mm -hmm. for the future for getting out of anything on the myself For sure. and on the answer instead of just the Lord. Like yeah. what really broke me free from it mm-hmm. was listening and obeying Holy Spirit. Yeah. And that's what's gonna work every single time. It's not the specific formula every single time. Yeah. yeah. Well um like maybe I'll find it maybe I won't, but um there's a there's a, a a story in in the Bible, and like we're talking about this God's prom, this God promised goodness ahead, and a lot of times yeah. people think like, um, you, you know, there's that that idea that um, when I become a believer, yeah. like everything is going to be perfect and wonderful, mm-hmm. and if I'm flowing in the Holy Ghost, yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah. if I'm flowing with the Holy Spirit and and consistently consulting the Lord and seeking the Lord, yeah. Um, He's going to lead me into triumph, and we're going to get into yeah. a bunch of scriptures on that. But we can get caught off in, well, this is how it happened last time, and this is how it worked that last time. Let me do it that way. Or yeah, this right. is this is this worked for that person. Or I saw this person do it, and it worked for them. So let me do it that way. Yeah. Well, like two things that just came to my mind. There's a mm-hmm. you see Joshua. You know, yeah. um, they're winning victory after victory after victory, yeah. and then these people come up. We're from a distant land. They had like you know crusty bread and um and or they had stale bread that's the word that i was trying to think of like crusty works you know yeah it worked but uh, they had stale bread and they they wore worn out clothing and they're like we're from far away you know just make a treaty with us and they're like sure and but the bible says they did not consult with the lord yeah and that those people became a thorn in the side of israel because they didn't seek the lord they weren't actually in the flow they were just oh look at all these victories oh look at these people wanting to make a treaty with us let's do it look at us you know doing so great yeah there's another there's another and that and that became a downfall for them uh you know consistently because they made that treaty you also see uh king david Mm -hmm. um you know he the philistines set up camp uh in a certain space and david said lord what do we do and the lord said 
go and go after yeah. them and you'll take them out. And what happened? He went after them and they took him out. <clears throat> and then literally within the same chapter or in the very next chapter, the Philistines set up camp in the exact same place. Exact same place, exact exact same setup, and uh, and and it, it could have David could have easily been like, well, you know, last time we did this, Lord gave me this instruction, so you know, let me just do what He told me to do last time, yeah. and that'll make sense because they're in the same place. It's just, mm-hmm. it's it's seemingly the same situation, <laughs> so let me go in and do it. Like, but he didn't do that. The Bible says that David consulted the Lord. Uh, yeah. Lord, do we go up against him? And the Lord said, no, actually don't. Yeah. What I want you to do is I want you to set up camp here. And basically he gave them a strategy. And because of that strategy, they won. Yeah. And, um, and a lot of times, and, and this is actually an area where I've missed it too, in how I've, like, I, I've missed it in watching Pastor in times where I, like, I've seen him handle a situation one way. And yeah. then that situation rises up and I need to handle it. So I do the same thing he did. And it flops or or I get corrected. I'm like, yeah. you did this. Why can't I do it that way? You yeah. know, and, um, and and what what he shared was like that. It's a mistake. It's a mistake for us to judge yeah. two completely different situations on, as if they're the right. same. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like just because pastor responded this way in this situation doesn't mean I should respond that same way in any other situation. Well, because there's. Like, I, I would just see, you know, oh, this is, these are similar yeah, situations. Yeah. But what I'm not seeing is his relationship with that person, his position and his authority with that person, his relationship with the Holy Ghost versus my relationship with the Holy Ghost versus where that person is at this time. There's so many yeah. different things and different uh, variables. Variable, yeah. yeah, variables surrounding the whole thing. So I could, I could approach what could look like the exact same situation and the exact same thing. And I could handle it the same way I did before, and it's not, and I'm not led into triumph. And now I'm discouraged, wondering like, well, I thought God was always leading me to triumph, and I did what he, what what I thought was right, you know. But I wasn't actually in that flow of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. I was, honestly, I was being led by my logic in that situation, in that moment. That's what, where you see a lot of people get caught up in in weird things, like if I spin counterclockwise, or <laughs> if I, you know, if I wave a flag of this specific color, or things like that. Now there could have been a moment where when that was right and the Lord was directing it and there was breakthrough and there was power in that situation. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it's always that way. Right. And yeah. so and so we can get caught up in trying to do things a certain way. Well, if I do this action, if I if I fast this amount of time and in this specific way, that I'm going to get this specific result yeah. when the, the results only come from obedience. Yeah. My success doesn't mm-hmm. come from, yeah. it doesn't come from a formula or a list of to-dos. My success comes from obeying what the Lord's telling me to do in that moment, which goes back to allo, abide, listen, and yeah. obey, you know, and, and, and so, yes, does God promise goodness ahead? Well, we're going to get into that, but I can actually s- stay out of that position of, of, receiving the good things that he has for us well because i'm not allowing him to be my shepherd when the lord is my shepherd i shall not want and surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life but it all comes down to am i submitting to my shepherd or am i submitting to what i think i should be doing in this situation yeah yeah well it's just like what pastor preached a few weeks ago 
what is the right answer? The right answer is always obedience yeah. to the Lord. That's always going to be the right answer. And it reminds me of the story of uh, Moses, where the mm. Lord told him to strike the rock and yeah. water came out. But the next time he just expected it to be the same again. But God yeah. said, speak to the rock. And he got so frustrated, he struck it, and he was punished for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the right answer wasn't what worked last time. I mean, what might have worked miracles last time? Yeah. The right answer is always obedience. Yeah. And that's how we see the victory. That's how we always walk in, in mm. this victory and this hope that we're speaking about today, yeah. is obedience to the Lord. Yeah. Well, so this morning, the, this really stirred in me in prayer this morning. Mm-hmm. Like William and Marky, the people here in the studio, William and Marky were here at prayer this morning with me. And as we're just seeking the Lord's face, a lot of times 6 a.m. prayer is, ends up being a prophetic type of prayer where he's bringing up things over the ministry over the day. And as we were praying, something that the Lord just shouted on the inside of me, it, like it made my spirit man jump, was expect only goodness. Expect only goodness goodness yeah Yeah. expect only goodness like we said it repeatedly (coughs) multiple times and that was i believe that to be a word from the lord not just for me and not just for the Mm -hmm. 6 a.m time of prayer but as a ministry as a company as a body of believers as we're in christ we're to expect only goodness there is no expectation for calamity up ahead of us there is no expectation for doom and gloom not if we're doing it the lord's way the lord has in front of us only goodness Mm -hmm. only goodness is up ahead so as we're flowing in the holy ghost and as we're talking about what buddy and marky have brought up already this morning as we're flowing with him, no matter what he's telling us to do, if we'll trust his word, that only goodness is up ahead of us, that only goodness is on the horizon, that no matter where we step, no matter where he leads us to, the only thing we're going to meet is his goodness, then instead of trying to logic things out and trying to comprehend it based on what we're thinking on, we will be able to truly enter into that flow because instead of resisting the Lord, instead of resisting him when he says, do this differently or there's just a check in us, we won't get bent out of shape thinking, yeah. well, what if I do it wrong or what if I, what if I missed it? What if I didn't? Instead of it being about us, mm-hmm. we can truly yeah. just yield, obey, and submit. Mm-hmm. And in that obeying, submitting, and yielding comes comes the flow but truly yielding it's like if we're on a lazy river like that's something that i've seen so many people do down here i've never done (laughs) like it wasn't a thing up north but like i've watched people like beyond this like lazy winding river and they'll like lay on the inner tubes and just kind of float along you're only going to enjoy that if you trust the flow of of the river itself Mm -hmm. if you're someone who's fearful of the flow you're fearful of what's underneath you you're scared of the water you're scared of whatever you're going to be in there freaking out the whole time you're like i don't i don't know what what, i can't see what's under my feet and what what if there's eels down there you're going to be worried about it you're going to be moving all around you may flip you may sink 
And that's because we didn't trust what was upholding us. Exactly. We didn't trust the river that we were on. But if we'll get that trust in us of it's yeah. only good, yeah. only good, expect only good, and that becomes a reality to mm-hmm. us, mm-hmm. then the river can start carrying us where we need to go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's something the Lord's been speaking a lot recently is we will get what we expect. Yes. So what are we expecting out of him yes. every single day? What, when we wake up, are we expecting the promises of God in our lives? Or are we expecting, well, you know, no, like it's not what I've seen. Yeah. So no, I'm expecting what I've seen and that's what I've seen. Are we expecting, well, maybe I didn't do everything right, so I probably won't get the promises of God. Right. That's where that's where we've got to get it. And, I mean, the Lord was convicting me on this because that had been something that had tried to be there for me is the Lord has all these promises, but what if I'm doing it wrong? Right. Mm-hmm. And that's being so self-focused. That's being so carnally focused. Right. That's focusing more on the sins than the price that Jesus paid to wash those sins away. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And so he, so he told me, are you expecting my promises today? Are you expecting to walk in my peace today? Are you expecting to walk in my joy? Yeah. And as soon as I started doing that, everything changed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything changed. It's not because, you know, I had a big change of environment or like started doing this whole new routine or anything. It was because I started expecting what he promised. Yeah. yeah. The peace that he promised, the goodness he promised. Started expecting that he is working everything for good Amen. to those who love him. Well, I love him. And that's what I started expecting. Whether I've done it all perfect or not, I know I haven't. The word says we've all messed up. Uh, odds are I'm probably going to mess up again. But yet he still gave me this promise to stand on. Yeah. yeah. Well, he wouldn't do that if it wasn't available to me. So it's time to start expecting the goodness and promises yeah. of God because yeah. he's laid them all out for us. Amen. Yeah. Well, Psalm 23 tells us that um, surely good, surely goodness yeah. and mercy. Yeah. So like, like in that, that word, like as stuck out to me this morning was, yeah. well, when the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, you know, he makes me lie down green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. Yeah. He leads me on paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And you know, we know, we know it, but it, but he ends it with surely, which yeah. is, which is a sure thing. You know, it's, it's basically what he's saying is it's guaranteed. It's sure, you know, yeah. that his yeah. goodness and his mercy, or the NASB says his loving kindness, yeah. uh, will follow me. And you've brought this out many times that 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 word follow means hunt you down. Yep. You yeah. know, it means it's chasing you down like a predator going yeah. after the prey. Like, and and that's his goodness and mm-hmm. his love. Yeah. When I'm when I'm being led by him, his goodness and his love and his mercy is hunting me down. Yeah, and right. it's and it doesn't say you know on occasion. No, it doesn't say you know when I'm having a good day. Yeah. It says all the days of my life. Yeah. and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Yeah, and and, and put this in the comments. Today is one of those days. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. When he, when he says goodness is hunting me down, all, I was looking at the wrong camera, but <laughs> when he says goodness is hunting me down all the days of my life, that includes today. Yeah. So when I wake up today where his word also says that uh, his mercies are new every morning, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. they're new every single day, 
Yeah. Today's one of those days. Yeah, so sure I is. can expect today to be a day where God has something new for me, yeah, where God yeah. has something good lined up for me, where his goodness is chasing me down. Uh, and so I should just wake up in the morning. This is why we can wake up in the mornings and not be just, you know, oh, another day. You know, like the Bible talks mm. about like it being like vain to just wake up and wish you were back to sleep right. and, you know, or, yeah. and, and all that stuff, you know, no, I can wake up in the morning and actually be excited about my day yeah. when I have an assurance that goodness is following me yeah. and coming my way today. I need to expect that. I need to yeah. expect today's a day where God's putting the keys in yeah. my hand, where God's putting the good things into my hands. I should wake up and expect that, 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 that can make getting up in the morning a joy yeah. and it'll yeah. and when we believe that we're not going to delay getting up you know we're not exactly. going to delay entering into the day yeah. that God has yeah. for us we're not going to like sit there because because why would we just stay in bed for an, for another two hours it's because we're not expecting anything good out of that day right. so let's put on, on an expectation get up and remind ourselves today this is the day that the Lord has made I will rejoice yeah. and be get glad in it that's a choice that's yeah. a decision that yeah. I have to make and when I do that I'm going to inherit because the Bible tells us, like, like I've never looked at it this way, but the Bible does tell us a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands, and poverty will come, will chase us down. Yeah. Poverty will overtake us. Yeah. But if I get up in the morning, now I'm not saying, like, we can't sleep in. That's not what I'm saying. But when yeah. we wake up, we should wake up with an expectation. Oh, his, his, his joy comes in the morning. His mercies yeah. are new this morning. Yeah. His goodness is coming after me today. And that'll charge us up more, better than any coffee can yeah. because it's the Holy Ghost stirring us yeah. up that today is a day where God's got good things for me. Let me get up and get, and get, and get with it. Yeah. When yeah. I was depressed, I had no expectation for any day. It was easy for me to, to, to not, yeah. like, not want to get up in yeah. the mornings because I had no expectation for the day. But when I have an expectation for the day, I, I can get up, say, good morning, Holy Ghost. What, what, do you, what, what are we doing today? Because yeah, yeah. God's got something new for me today. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it doesn't come with a mixture. Yeah. Like it, the word that the Lord gave me this morning was expect only goodness. Mm -hmm. right, so the, right. the what's fun in the verse you brought up in Psalm 23, 6, mm -hmm. that word surely, it means only. Yeah. It's yeah. not just Absolutely, it's coming. Mm. It means the only thing that's following the people yeah. of God yeah. are goodness and mercy. Yeah. So it's not a mixture of destruction, calamity, and goodness, and whichever one hits me first is the winner of the day. Yeah. No, only goodness and mercy are coming after the children of God. If I'm in Him, the only thing coming after me is His goodness and His mercy. It's not a mixture. And so often... We've looked at what the world has to offer, and we've looked yeah. at Satan, and we've looked at doom and gloom. But here's the thing, body of Christ. We've been translated out of that kingdom. We're in yeah. a new kingdom. We're not of the world. We're in it, but we're not of it. So my king, the only thing he sends my way is goodness yeah. and mercy. The only thing that has my name tag on it is goodness and mercy. If it's yeah. coming from the world system, it's not addressed to me. I left that location. It may be sent to an address that formerly had my name on it, but it's not me anymore. I do not belong to the world. Right. And put that in the comments. I do not belong to the world. Yeah. I'm at a different place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that we have to, we have to discipline our minds yeah. to kingdom reality. Yeah. Not worldly reality and kingdom reality 
kingdom reality has got to be real in our minds. Because if God says it, he means it. Mm -hmm. So if the only thing he wants me to have is goodness and mercy, then I have to choose in my mind to resist Mm -hmm. anything not that. If it's not good, I don't take it. If it's not going to lead to good fruit, I'm not going to take it. Mm -hmm. If it's not mercy, if it's not his loving kindness, I don't have to take it. And we've got to be that strong on it and that resilient against it. That if it looks like a mixture of Here's good and bad, and I guess I'll just take them both because you got to take your lumps in this world. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't have to take a, every rose has its thorn. Like, I don't have to do that garbage. I just get the roses. I don't have yeah. to have the thorns. Only goodness and mercy follow me. And if I'm yeah. given a rose with a thorn, I can scrape those thorns off and still have the beauty of the rose. I'm anointed to change that. But it's a reality that we've got to we've got to get it inside of us that I'm only supposed to see triumph. I'm yeah. only supposed to see goodness and mercy. I'm only supposed to see victory. I'm only supposed to be expecting yeah. goodness, mm-hmm. nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, in Psalm 23, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for yeah. you are with me. Your rod, your staff, they comfort me. And you're me. going through. Yeah. And you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. My cup overflows. Yeah. All of this is in that flow. All of this is in that direction. You know, like, because someone could be watching today. Like, like it, it's kind of become like a, an, an irritant um, a little bit just because I, I came from religion and I heard this all the time. You can't tell people that God has good plans for them. Look at the, look at the uh, apostles and the things that they endured. Like, like if Paul had a hard life, he didn't know it. And everyone yeah. like looks at Paul's life and they're like, well, you know, he was stoned to death and he, he, he chose endured that. all this thing. Yeah, like, he chose that. Like, he, and, and honestly, he did, like, again, if he had a hard life, he didn't know it. Because yeah. you look at the way that he talked about, like, even writing yeah. from prison in, in the beginning of the Philippians, yeah. uh, his letter to the Philippians, he said, oh, these things have just come to advance the gospel. Like, mm-hmm. like he's not even like, upset about it you know yeah. he's like oh praise god the gospel's being advanced and like he wasn't there for a very long time anyway but yeah. like yeah. like a church was born in that prison you know there was a lot of different things yeah. um that that were like paul talks like there was even a point when paul was listing the things that that he endured for the gospel and, he, yeah. and he's yeah. like i'm talking like an idiot right now i'm talking like a foolish person because he didn't want to but he, there was all these people talking about oh these things that i do for the lord and yeah and actually the if you look in the Old Testament, there's like verses where like the Lord rebukes people for saying that serving him is hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, like you, you even look at, you know, the 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 unfaithful the servant, you know, the you know, the in the parable mm-hmm. of the talents, you mm-hmm. know, like he was like, I knew you were a hard man, like a hard master. What hard master gives you a bag of gold? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like you're a hard master. I gave you a bag of gold. Like what's wrong? With yeah. You? But like. Um, but you know, that whole mentality of, well, you know, we like, like, it doesn't matter what you face in life, you're overcoming it. You know, it doesn't matter what, what cards are laid out for you. That's, that's like demonic mentality, you know, like that. Cause what is that? You're talking about like tarot cards. You're talking about like these, the the fate of, of what's being dealt you or, or, you know, like some people, like it could also be like poker, whatever. Gambling is still wrong, but like, um, but like we're talking about like, fate like yeah we don't believe in fate we we believe in the holy ghost and being yeah. led by him my, honestly my, the outcome of my life is is not dependent on god it's dependent on my 
decision yeah. and my choice to yeah. flow with him. Yeah. See, like a lot of times we're like, well, it's all up to God. It's not. You know, I remember like the first time I heard uh, Jonathan Shellsworth say this, my religion hated it. He said, he said, my life is not up to God. It's up to me. Like that sounds so wrong, and like, like, <laughs> like all the religion was like trying to get irritated with it, and and but because people have that mentality, they they think it's wrong for me to say that God has good plans for you. Because like, what about the people who have had experienced tragedy and have experienced these things? Yeah. Like, you can't tell them that God has good things for them. Like, Peter was crucified on a cross upside down. Like, they'll say stuff like this, and it's like, well, you know. Like, Peter chose to be crucified on a cross upside down. But like Paul chose to do that. Like and, and, and here they're choosing these things because they recognize that number one, Jesus is worth their entire servanthood. He like Paul was given the option of escape. Mm-hmm. Like he would, God told him, you don't have to do this. Yeah. Like he warned him, if you go here, you're going to die here. Mm-hmm. Like he gave him an option. And Paul was like, to get the gospel to the Romans, how could I not do that? Mm-hmm. Because he saw yeah. a greater good. It's what we talked about last week, not being afraid of death. Yeah. Like yeah. the disciples were not afraid of death, so they overcame by the blood of the lamb, the word of their testimony, and they love not their life to the death. So they advanced the gospel, didn't taste the sting of death, and then got the reward of Jesus. Yeah. They still got goodness and mercy. Yeah. Paul still got goodness and mercy being stoned to death because he didn't taste the sting of it because mm-hmm. Jesus removed the sting of it. And then the Romans got to hear the gospel. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding? That's still goodness and mercy, but it's not looking at it through worldly eyes. Yeah. Well, and, that, and that's how people perceive their lives. I mean, just look at Peter, right? All right. Like you can look at Peter's life and be like, he was crucified upside down. Or you can look at Peter's life and be like, yeah. okay, well, he... He uh, fished and, you know, well, he, he threw his nets on the other side and caught a, a, a you know, a catch so big that his nets were breaking twice. He, yeah. uh, he his shadow healed people. You know, yeah. in one sermon that he preached, 3,000 people gave their lives to the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. You look at Peter, like just continuing to look at Peter's life. Yeah. He was put in prison and as he's sleeping, an angel comes, hits him on the side, wakes him up and just walks yeah. him out of the prison cell, you know, and no one was, no one knew what happened. Like, yeah. uh, you're, ta- you're, you're talking about like that's a pretty phenomenal life that that yeah. he lived, right? Yeah. He got to actually spend three years with Jesus Christ here, manifested on the earth. He saw the transfiguration. You know, he, yeah. you know, he said stupid things, but like he 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 witnessed so many mighty things. Yeah. You know, the that that the Bible says are so countless. Like you can fill the world with books, and it wouldn't be enough. Right. You know, all the things that Jesus did. He witnessed all those things firsthand. He, you know. All these wonderful things everyone just overlooks and says he had a rough life. Like, mm. like what's wrong with people? What did he like, reap? Yeah. His life isn't done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that, it, we literally talked about it last week. His life didn't end yeah. Earthside. Yeah. Yeah. He got the reward of a martyr. Yeah. When, like, he chose to be crucified upside down because he wasn't worthy of having the same sort of death as Christ yeah. did. He mm-hmm. chose that. And it didn't end there because he then stepped into glory mm-hmm. and got to reap the reward of a martyr mm-hmm. and offer that to Jesus. Like yeah. he's in eternity. Yeah. It's looking beyond what we what we were saying earlier, what we think of 
as good and yeah. mercy mm-hmm. and seeing God has bigger plans, but it's always going to be to triumph. Yeah. Yeah. No matter what they categorically are, mm-hmm. it's only good. I'm not trying to yeah. interrupt you. It's just... Yeah. Yeah, I know you're I'm laying a foundation. And I think, yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's just a bunch of garbage because yeah. it's stuff that we've taken as only goodness and mercy means easy, easy, easy in the world sense. Yeah, and yeah. it'll be easy spiritually. It'll be so easy. Yeah. It'll be easy and light because Jesus promises it, but it won't make sense to the world. Yeah. So it goes yeah. back to what y'all were talking about yesterday. What's on the throne? Logic. Yeah. Our logical understanding of what easy and light should be, or Jesus's understanding of this is actually easy. Yeah. Right. If I can undergo the cross mm-hmm. and taking on every sin and still be an easy and light, yeah. Mm-hmm. then yeah, it, easy and light's available. Yeah. Or yeah. easy and light isn't the absence of obstacles. No. Easy and light yes. is the empowerment to overcome the obstacles apart from yourself. Yeah. You know. So like, yeah. I don't even have to put really any effort into it, other than just. Be obedient to the Lord yeah, and, and, yeah. and enter into that flow. And and as he does it, it's easy and light because the responsibility is yeah. not me, on me at that point. Yeah. And that's what yeah. easy and light is. So, like, it's not the absence of obstacles, but it's the supernatural empowerment yeah. Yeah. from the Holy Ghost to overcome every obstacle that we yeah. face in life. Yep. And, and that's yeah. where it's that religious aspect of it is just has taken, like, suffering and all that to, to a, a dumb degree. Yeah. Because, no, we're not, like, I've never said that that you know when you serve god you won't have obstacles the the devil yeah. doesn't want us to succeed he's going to put things in our path of but course. but the devil's nothing compared to the holy spirit inside of us greater is he that is in us than yeah. he that is in this world so we'll overcome it every single time and so and so um what, basically what we're saying is like does god promise goodness ahead Absolutely. We just got to get into the flow and get yeah, out yeah. of our head and get out of the natural logic of, well, I know this person and this happened to them. Who cares what happened to them? Yeah. Like, like, like we, we could pray for this. All right. Like that was a little intense, but like, nope. like their story is not, is not scripture and it's not right. my story, but no. it's not scripture. Yeah. Their story is not, is not God's promise. Yep. Uh, yeah. What happened to, to one person doesn't mean that that was God's will for yeah. them. You know, uh, my people perish for a lack of knowledge, not because it's my will for some to perish and for some to no. They perish for a lack of knowledge. Yeah. And so, what God has in store for us is always found in that place of He's my shepherd. I take Him by the hand. He yeah. leads me into triumph, no matter what I face. Yeah. Even if yeah. I find myself in a position where this looks like the valley of the shadow of death, I'm going through it, and He's leading me into triumph because He's preparing a table before me. It, my cup's overflowing. Yeah. Goodness and mercy are following me all the days. He's got the rod. He's got the staff. He's yeah. ready to beat off my enemies and redirect me if I need redirected. But I'm leading. I'm being led forth into triumph yeah. every yeah. single time, no matter what it looks like, no matter how intense. I don't have to fear. I don't have to put yeah. on weight. Or, or heaviness, yeah. I just have to look at my shepherd and he's leading me to try. Yeah. yeah. I know you have something. May I please say yeah, one go, quick go. thing? You know, there's a lot that the Lord's doing right now to upheave, like tip, whatever word I mean, <laughs> to tip over a whole bunch of religion and a whole bunch of theology. And as you were talking, the Lord was just bringing something up that we went over in prayer. We actually touched on it already in declarations. Agreements yeah. important. Yeah. Yeah. Agreement's important. Yeah. So as Buddy's ministering, as Abby's ministering, as the word's coming out today, when yeah. you can sense something that is like it's alive in you or it's just scripture, 
putting in the comments, amen, mm -hmm. absolutely, that's mine. That's actively engaging your faith on the subject. Right. And so what we're doing in that agreement, instead of just mentally agreeing of, oh yeah, what Buddy said is a really good point. We've got to get past the mental realm. And that's what being in the flow is. It's not the mental realm where the flow comes. It's in our action and in our responses. So right now there's a flow of the anointing going. Abby's about to share something that's going to unlock stuff too. But if we just hear it and we amen it in our head with our ears, but we're not quick to respond, then we're letting promises slip by us because we're not cementing the moment. Like the moments that we're actively engaging our faith, those are the ones that are real for us. They're the ones that come alive. Mm -hmm. So I just want to encourage you, whether you can do it in the comments right now or you're saying it out loud where you are, as stuff's yeah. coming up, be agreeing with it. It helps people to see it in the comments. Your agreement can do what Paul and Silas is, yeah. did in the jail cell where they're praising God and their praise broke stuff open for other people. Yeah. If William puts in the comments, that's mine right now on a point, it can lead Sammy to say, that can be mine too. If it can be his, it can be mine. So right. it's so much more than just us wanting comments. That's not what it's about. There's a spiritual transaction mm -hmm. happening every time we, we reach out with our faith and it helps others. So I just yeah. want to encourage everyone in the comments, not, I'm not just saying amen to say amen, but let this be a yeah. faith filled moment, a faith filled marker for yeah. you personally that you can go back to and be like, that's where I engaged my faith today. Yeah. That's the moment where depression left me because buddy yeah. said it could, and I'm reaching out and I'm grabbing a hold of God. So. Amen. 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 Buddy, agree to the comment. Yeah. I saw you. Amen. I want to. Yeah, I just want. It wasn't a correction. It's yeah. just the Lord brought, yeah. has been bringing it up the last two no. days in prayer. It's agreement mm -hmm. is important. Yeah. yeah. One can put a thousand to flight, but yeah. where two or more are gathered, ten thousand get put to flight. That's when right. When they're in agreement. So if we've got a whole collective that's like today is the day that hope is coming and only goodness is following me. Yeah. yeah. Then what's going to happen with that place of agreement? Amen. This is a moment. Yeah where God's in it. And so let's treat it like that moment mm -hmm. of agreement of stuff's happening today Amen. through the yeah. word of God. Yeah. Stuff's happening in this body today. And it's not yeah. just going to be the people in this room. You've got faith. So yeah. we want us to use it together. Yeah. yeah. All done. Yeah. For a while. Well, <laughs> All done. <laughs> well, to, to the point of people looking at, you know, looking at Paul and looking at Peter, looking at the apostles and saying, you know, how can you say cr the Christian life is good? Why would I want this when, you know, I see all that they went through? It shows a deeper issue because it shows that they're, they're focused and they're only expecting the bad because only can you be doing that to miss all of the victories mm -hmm. because in every single one you see a victory mm -hmm. in every single one every single one of yes. those stories you see the victory you know yeah. you were pointing out i love just i mean just the testimony of being thrown in jail mm -hmm. it, you see the problem is people have focused so much on the getting thrown in jail part yes mm -hmm. that they don't see that i mean absolutely amazing story i mean honestly i was thinking about it this morning there are so many amazing stories in the word if they were turned into movies they'd be some of the like best movies ever because mm -hmm. some of these like i mean all of these stories are just so yeah. amazing. Yeah. Like if they were, they 
they would be amazing. And they're true. Yeah. They're true. That's the mm -hmm. thing. So all of these awesome things happening, and yet they choose to look at just the smallest portion of it, the smallest percentage of all of these stories in here, when every single one ends yeah. in victory, yeah. even when they've ended in martyrdom, because, you know, to be absent from the body is to be present from the Lord. Yep. Let's say even like we've, we've got to get to the place. And if you're not here yet, that's OK. But let's get to the place yeah. where, Lord, even if my life is required of me, mm -hmm. I yeah. would be I would joyfully lay it down. Mm -hmm. I yeah. would joyfully lay it down because I would much rather be with you yeah. when in your presence, in your yeah. presence, with you in person, yeah. in a glorified body, in heaven, yeah. no more tears, all yeah. of that perfection. I would much rather than yeah. in this world. Yeah. I would easily give it up. I don't love my life even to the death. Yeah. So yeah. even in that, they were victorious. You yeah. know, we see even with Stephen, his life ending in ending in martyrdom, he didn't even taste the sting of death. Yep. As Christians, the sting of death is taken away. So even in death, even if it ended in what most people consider to be the worst thing ever, yep. we don't even taste the sting of death. Yeah. He was smiling. Yeah. He was looking into the eyes of Jesus. He was happy. Yeah. And so people have people have focused on the negative so much that they don't see. Look here in Romans 8. It says <laughs> we'll we'll just start at um we'll start at Romans 8 verse 35. And I was telling them today, I mean, all of Romans 8 just is all over this topic. But Romans, Romans 8.35, who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? Just as it is written, for your sake, we are being put to death all day long. We were considered as sleep as sheep to be slaughtered. But hear this. But in all these things, yeah. some of the worst things that people could ever imagine having to go through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Some of the worst things. Yeah. Look at this. But in all these things, we yeah. overwhelmingly conquer yeah. through him who loved us. Yeah. Yeah. See, nothing can separate us from the love of a father. And just as a good parent sees their kid and a, a good parent loves their kid so much, if they can do anything to keep them from going through bad things, even if they got in those bad situations from you know, their own bad decision. A parent is going to want to do everything they can to lead them from victory to victory to victory, only have them experience good things. Yeah. And that's just an earthly parent with a flesh. Nothing will separate us from the love of the yeah. Father. Yeah. It says if God gave his own son, Jesus, to die on the yeah. cross for us, how would he not withhold Every good thing from us. Yeah. He's not withholding any good thing from us. Mm -hmm. And it says we over, not just conquer, yeah. not everything that the enemy throws at us. Well, we conquer it. Yeah. Not just that. That is contrary to the word. Yep. Yeah. It says we overwhelmingly conquer. Yeah. yeah. So it's time to start expecting the goodness of God in our everyday life. Oh, mm -hmm. for sure. Everyday life. Yeah. Wake up on a random Tuesday. Hello, today. <laughs> Wake up on a random Tuesday. I'm expecting to overwhelmingly conquer today because that's my promise today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To not put faith on that today is sin. Yeah. 
It's not putting faith in the word of God. Yep. And that is sin. And that's convicting, I know, to me too. But it's time that we do this. Yeah. Waking up, expecting. God, I am expecting to overwhelmingly conquer in everything that comes today. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting to overwhelmingly conquer. I'm expecting your joy. I'm expecting your hope. Yeah. I'm expecting to get to minister to your people. Yeah. Because that's the mission you've given me as your ambassador. I'm expecting to be an ambassador. Yeah. And, you know, he's, he's convicted me on this in times where I've let this go of not even, even down to it, just being his ambassador. There's when I've let it go, it's been like, well, you know, Lord, I, like I want to be your ambassador, but it's just the opportunities haven't presented themselves. But when I've started putting my faith on, Lord, you've called me with a mission. You've got a purpose on today. Thank you that I get to be your ambassador. Thank yeah. you that I get to minister your word. Opportunities start popping up. It's, it's crazy. Nothing changed except my expectation. Yeah. And the same for just the blessings of God. Yeah. You know, he's even convicted me on just expecting his blessings. Not because I'm so great and wonderful, not that at all. Because I'm his child just like you. Because I'm his child that he loves and just because of that, every day that I wake up, I should expect to be blessed. Yeah. And I can tell you that when I put faith on that, mm-hmm. Blessings have literally started popping up. Yeah. So much so that I can't keep count. I've literally like needed to start writing them down because I've forgotten them. Just because nothing else changed. Yeah. Just expecting him to be God in my life. Because yeah. see, that expectation, what it really is, is faith. Yeah. It's putting faith on his word. Yeah. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the thing the evidence of things not seen. It's mm-hmm. it's the evidence of what we expect. Mm-hmm. That's what faith is. Yeah. Of what we hope for. Mm-hmm. Hope is a joyful, confident expectation. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's what faith is. Yeah. And as soon as we start putting faith on that, on his promises, on being his ambassador, on him blessing us, on him wanting to bless us, mm-hmm. on yeah. overwhelmingly conquering, mm-hmm. no matter what. Honestly, I laugh at the devil trying to throw things in my face because I know it's going to fail so miserably. Mm-hmm. It's honestly exciting to see what God does. Yeah. When we start expecting that, it opens. Opens the door for God to get to us what he's been waiting to get to us every single day of our lives. It's time that we just open the door. Let's open the floodgates. And how do we do that? It's with our faith, with our expectation every single day. Amen. God desires to overwhelmingly bless us. Yeah. God desires for us to expect only goodness. So today... Let this be a challenge going forward. Mm-hmm. Not just a challenge. Honestly, this word yeah. should excite everyone listening to it. Has Have there been moments where it's been challenging to the flesh? Sure. But that's the word of God. So, I mean, let's get used to that. You're welcome. Aye, aye, Captain. But, I mean, truly, we're seeking to not... Let anyone leave condemned. This should be inspiring that God's desire is only good stuff is up ahead. You know, it was reminding me of a verse. I was hesitant to mention it because I don't. In Proverbs 31, 
I know it's the chapter of women. I understand that. But do you think God would give women a promise and not let it still be the same for man? No. That's stupid. So, no, God's not stupid. But it also says in the word that there's neither male nor female, Jew nor Greek. So the promise yeah. exists for everyone. And he tells us in Proverbs 31, 25, that strength and dignity are her clothing. And she laughs at the future. Yeah. She can laugh at the future. Why? Yeah. Because her ex expectation yeah. is only goodness is up ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if that's to be our standard for how we're to live, like women, that's a standard that we're supposed to follow. That's our example. Men, that's a promise that yeah. belongs to all of us. We are able to not yeah. just hear what God is like. We're able to be like God. God sits in the heavens and laughs. He laughs at everything. He laughs at destruction that's being attempted because he's going to overwhelmingly conquer that sucker. He is laughing knowing that he's about to surprise his children with goodness and mercy that he's laid up for them. If we're supposed to be like him, then we can laugh. If our example laughs, we can laugh. Mm -hmm. How do we do that? With our expectation in the proper place. God's only good. God is only good. He's only leading us to good. He only wants us to have good. He is good. Everything he makes is good. Everywhere he sends us is good. Everything he thinks of is good. He's only good. He's nothing else. He's not a mixture. So my life, if I'm in him, I will only be in good. I won't be in a mixture. Yeah. That thought of all have, no, that's, that's a lack of revelation on being in him. Yeah. Because if I'm in him, I am only in good. I'm only in mercy. I'm only in love because that's who he is. And who he is is what I'm in. Yeah. Um, This came up to me as you were saying that they laugh at the future. You know, Mm -hmm. she laughs at the future. Like I, I remember, and this is something the Lord's had to kind of wean me out of. Um, you know, going back to like, I feel like the very beginning of the conversation, we were talking about those two, you know, sides of it. Um, you know, like I remember I used to, um, like I used to be in a place where like, if I'm going somewhere new, I want to know where it is. I want to know what's going on. I want to know, uh, like what, what it looks like. I want to, uh, or let's say like we're going on vacation. I would want to have like an itinerary with like things, things kind of laid out. Um, what, what are we doing on what day? I want to, I want to know what's happening in the future. And if, or I want to know what's happening this week, or I want to know, I want to have my, my, my calendar, you know, cleared. I want to know what we're preaching on the word next week. You know, Mm -hmm. I want to know all of these things. I want to know who's preaching. I want to know, you know, I want at least a month in advance so that I can prepare and be planned out. And then whenever a pastor comes up and says, Hey, you're preaching in three (laughs) days, you know, it's like, ah, like what's wrong with you? You know, and like, yeah. And what, what is that? That I'm fearing what I can't control. I'm fearing the future. I'm fearing because I don't know what to expect. And you'll have people who, who they need to know every single detail of what's going on. Yeah. Um, they need to be in control of every single detail. And, and the danger of that is that's all rooted in, in a fear of, of not having control and stuff like that. But, but here's the thing, you know, what, what are you fearing? You're fearing yeah. the, the, the future you're you're not sure that it you, you have there's a fear of or and I'll, I'll just direct it towards me i had that fear of if i don't know what's going on i i can't have an assurance that it's going to be good 
Yeah. And and if we're looking at the word that says, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, it doesn't, like, I don't have to worry about tomorrow. Yeah. Jesus commands me right. not to worry about tomorrow. Yep. He commands me not to put on any care for what tomorrow will hold or exactly. what tomorrow will bring in Matthew chapter 6. He says, don't worry about tomorrow. It's got enough problems of its own. You know, yeah. Just focus on today. So when I was worried about having this perfect plan laid out, um, that wasn't God. That wasn't the flow. Yeah. That wasn't me trusting in him to make sure that it's all going to work out. That was me yeah. trying to take control over something um, before it even mattered. Yeah. And, um, and so the, what I'm getting at is this. My future is sure. Yes. Yeah. You know, like because people, well, you know, tomorrow's not promised. If I'm in him, the only reason why tomorrow wouldn't be promised is because uh, I've been raptured and I've been taken yeah. up to him. Yeah. Um, that's the only reason why tomorrow wouldn't be promised for a believer is because if I'm in that flow, I'm kept and I'm overwhelmingly conquered. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. And uh, and uh, but if I'm in him, my, my future is sure. Yeah. And what is it sure of? Goodness and mercy. Yes. Yeah. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life and I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That is sure. <laughs> Amen. My future is sure. It's good. Amen. And, and uh -huh. I, can, I can look to the future and not be afraid. Well, you know, the, the ice caps are melting and we don't really, you know, oh, well, you know, all this stuff is going on and, and, and in the world right now. And there's the, the war going on right now. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. And they're, they're getting ready. Like, and, like, we can get all, like, I need to start storing up on ammunition and guns. And I need to start storing up on bread and no. milk and, like, all, the, all these different things. Like what is that? I, that's a fear of my future is not sure. I need to store up. I need yep. to. I need to start doing these things. But mm -hmm. if I'm in the Holy Ghost and if I'm yielding to Him, my future is sure. It's yes. good. Yeah. It's good. And put that in the comments. My future is sure. Yeah. And it's good. Yeah. It's sure and it's good in yeah. Him. Amen. In Him, it's sure. It's good because He's my shepherd and He's leading me to triumph always. Second mm -hmm. Corinthians two fourteen. Thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ. My future is yeah. sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if I'm ever in a situation and I don't know how it's going to turn out, mm -hmm. I should always look at the Word. No yeah. matter how big or small the situation, always look to the Word. Because yeah. that's the truth. Mm -hmm. That's true beyond what we've seen. What, the truth. It, that's the truth. That is. It's beyond <laughs> what experience has taught us, beyond yeah. what our parents yeah. and grandparents have taught us. It is the truth beyond all physical laws. And it promises through all things, in all things. I will overwhelmingly yeah. conquer. Mm -hmm. Goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. Yeah. He, he promises in every situation. We should always go back to the word yeah. to see even how, how am I going to feel about this situation? Let me look at the word. We, yeah. should, we should always check. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Do you guys have any more? Nope. Cool. I'm, I'm, I'm not out, but I'm at the <laughs> point of we're done. Yeah. Because yeah. God, like, God doesn't need to belabor a point. He just needs us to receive the point. Yeah. And I believe that people are at a point where they're receiving it. They're grabbing a hold of it. It is a day where we can expect only goodness. Yeah. This is a moment where things are turning around. And so why preach past the anointing? We could, but why? Let's go ahead collectively. Remember that whole agreement thing? 
Let's agree, yeah. not just yeah. on behalf of you and your family. Let's agree for this ministry, yeah. for yeah. this ministry that we're a part of. What's Right Boomerang Church International Incorporated. Yeah. This is a day where stuff turns around, yeah. where we stop expecting a mixture. We stop expecting destruction. The eyes of this ministry are opened. We yeah. see clearly what's the hope of our calling in Christ. Mm-hmm. No longer yeah. are we going to settle back. Yeah. We transitioned into prayer. Lord, no longer yeah. are we settling back and just allowing life to happen to us. This is a day where this ministry, its members, attenders, and partners, where we grab a hold of hope and with bulldog faith, we don't let it go. This is the day. This is the day. Say it out loud of your mouth. Type it in the comments if you can. This is my day where things turn around. This is my day where I step into victory. This is my day of overwhelmingly conquering everything I face. Lord, in the name of Jesus, this is the day where this ministry stops being average and steps into the supernatural. From this broadcast, I decree in the name of Jesus that there will be and is right now a release of the anointing into people's minds, their wills, their emotions. I ask that the anointing crack open people's ability to see in the spirit, to see beyond the natural and the worldly and to see into the supernatural, to see beyond. Let us not see a moment for a moment, but let us see beyond into the eternal effects. Let us be a ministry of hope. Let this be a ministry full of people ready to give an account for the hope that's in them. Let this be a ministry that believers look to and they're like, how can you be so full of hope? And this is the place where people People come for freedom. This is the place where people come for answers. This is the place where people come for hope. This let, if there would be no one else, let Boomerang Church pick up that mantle of hope and let its peoples, let its people wave it with hope and joyful confidence. We're a beacon of your hope in this city. We're a beacon of your hope in this country. We're a beacon of hope internationally. We are a people of hope. And let every person now and in the time to come that plants themselves in this ministry, whether through being a part of the church or through partnership, let a branding of hope a searing of hope be upon the hearts of every man and woman. They will be separated. They will look different than the world. They will have an overflow. They will be marked by the presence of God. They will be a different people. No longer average. Today's the day I see it in the spirit of a calling up from mediocrity and into the supernatural heights of heaven. Let it be for every person watching now and in the time to come. And we release our faith on it over the ministry as a whole. We're coming up higher today. This is our day of leaving average behind. And we're stepping into your destiny now in the name of Jesus. This. And if you guys have anything else on it, if you saw anything, I wanted to shut no, it down. That's no, it. Good. It's done. Then Lord, amen. We expect mm-hmm. to receive it. Yeah. We've got it. We're yeah. eagerly yeah. watching for it. We put our hope on it now. We have expectation to see all of this come to pass now in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 
<laughs> Amen. Amen. Well, thank you guys for joining us for this word. Yeah. It is done. Things yeah. are changing. Yeah. Things are turning around from this point forward yeah. for you. We Amen. have expectation for ourselves and for you as a part of the family. Yeah. And we also want to let you know, if you have it on your heart to sow into this ministry, to sow into this word and taking the gospel across the nation, yes. which is literally happening so soon, and all around the world, which is already happening, we want to make it easy for you to do so. You are under no pressure to yes. do so at all. We rejoice that we get to freely give this to you. But if the Lord's placed it on your heart to sow into this word, we want to make it easy for you to do so. So you can yeah. go to giveww.org. You can scan that QR code over there and you can see all the ways we have to give. And we want to pray over every seed sown today because we're putting faith on your seeds. Yes. We're putting faith on the harvest coming back to you. Buddy, would you mind praying over that? Not at all. Good. <laughs> well, Father, right now in Jesus' name, we call every seed sown today. Yeah. Blessed. Yes. Father, as we're getting ready to go on to national television, yeah. God, I thank you, Lord, that there is, that as the, as there is a seed sown into this ministry and what you're doing through this ministry, Father, I thank you, Lord, that you're bringing supernatural breakthroughs in yes. businesses, supernatural yeah. breakthroughs in homes, supernatural yes. breakthrough, even in the yeah. small businesses that, that, that are sowing into this ministry. Father, I thank you, Lord, that those ministries and those businesses are going up and yes. those families are going up. Yes. God, I thank you for raises in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you, Lord, for, for supernatural increase coming into their hands, for debt yeah. cancellation yeah. happening in their lives, God, as they sow into, into the anointing that's on this ministry. We receive it. We thank you for it.